1: that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. And I thank everybody for tuning in today. And uh, I got to tell you, um, you know, I uh, read this tweet and it really summed it up kind of nicely. It said, they know that a society of strong men would never allow what's happening. That's why masculinity is one of the things being attacked first. And I thought about that, and I thought, hmm, that is true, because I've been I've been trying to wrap my head around this stuff. You know this 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 surge of pedophilia and and all these different things. You know, um, I, I read another tweet that suggested that what they're trying to do is normalize pedophilia, uh, knowing that eventually, at some point the list of names associated with Jeffrey Epstein are going to come out. And if it's just watered down like, oh, no big deal. Sort of like what they were talking about with with all these other news stories that fall off the front page because corporate uh, sponsors tell them to or because Davos or World Economic Forum and BlackRock control the purse strings to the media outlets that dictate what stories you're going to hear and what's important, and the value systems that we have, of course, once you you know attack, it's a blind way to attack Christianity as well. You know, attacking your morals and your ethics and your your uh, your culture, uh, and and diluting it with this open borders and this lawlessness, people just give up. So they say, okay, well, I can defend myself. If I can get a gun, but. I can't even do that the same people that are actually defunding the police are defunding my are, are are preventing me from getting my gun to defend myself since there are no law law there's no law and order It's sort of like one of those old westerns where you go to dodge city in in the uh, early eighteen hundreds and you have to put your gun you know put your check your gun out at the sheriff's office and um And hope that uh, they're doing their job. You're defenseless. Like I said, they they did that in Syria as well. They do it in any third world developing nation or a nation that's controlled by leadership that the the population doesn't like. And how do we get here as an America? That's what made America great, by the way. America was great because we had leadership that was representing rep- representative of the people or that's what we were thinking it was until donald trump came along and basically said the news is fake everything that you're hearing is fake news and the cia is corrupt and we saw what happened to jfk you know when he wanted to uh, break the CIA up into a thousand pieces. The CIA has been the enemy of our country. They are directly connected with our State Department. Our State Department is corrupt as heck. And what is the common denominator for the CIA and the State Department? They're run by uber Liberals, socialists, Marxists, communists. And they have that mentality, that segregationist mentality. They're all segregationists. Even Black Lives Matter is segregationists. They never learned from their history because they never opened up a book. They're too moronic to figure it out. That equity doesn't work. That equality Is the answer. And this is why you have these open borders and these people laughing in our faces. I saw a video of a bunch of people coming up from Africa. And they're invading Africa and the Middle East. And Haiti. And uh, they're all going to England. And they're just... Laughing their heads off, partying like there's it's 1999, and the excerpt on the tweet of that video was basically like they're going to be mooching off of the British pound here before you know it, and they're just laughing all the way. It's gone from you know not just that it's this is not you're poor you're tired you're weak. None of that is happening along this southern border. And in Texas, unlike in Arizona, they're, you know, Arizona, they put up these uh, boxcars, these um, train boxes, you know, these shipping containers. And they put them up and put wire on top of them. And it was effective. Believe it, hey, walls work. But then the federal government sued Arizona. Which is really, in essence, what the whole race between Kerry Lake and Katie Hobbs was all about. So, you think about how much they want these millions of people to come in. And again, part of it is corporate donations. The profits that corporations make by hiring slave labor. The same people that want you to pay $15, $20 for minimum wage an hour. Are the same people that people that are driving the the uh, salaries down and and endorsing slave labor, whether it be in China or the Congo or right here in River City, America, to play on the music man, River City. We got trouble in River City couple with a capital T that rhymes with P that stands for pool. Remember that? <laughs> All right. So, yeah, they know that a society of strong men would never allow what's happening. That's why masculinity is one of the things being attacked first. I believe that. Wholeheartedly, I believe that. And I think that's a true statement. It's why we get the New Yorker famous publication written by Emma Green. That just sounds liberal already. Emma Green, right? Emma Green. She has an article she wrote yesterday. <laughs> she wrote it on december twenty eighth twenty twenty two So it's fresh. <laughs> it's not old. This doesn't this is not an old article, folks. And this is in the New Yorker. The case for wearing masks, she says, forever. <laughs> the case for wearing masks forever. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, trust the science on that one, right? <clears throat> A ragtag coalition of public health activists believe that America's pandemic, you can find them over on Twitter again, um, a ragtag coalition of public health activists believe that America's pandemic restrictions are too lax, and they say they have the science to prove it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So she, she's making the case for wearing masks forever. Never mind what it does to your immune system. Never mind the results that Sweden performed better than America and Florida performed better than California. Jeez. People just don't look at the numbers. Well, here's one. You know, with the World Economic Forum in Davos right around the corner and Zelensky and Ukraine have joined, they are going to attend the World Economic Forum. Oh my big surprise You know the same organization that took donations in to save Ukraine and all these morons who paid these donations donated to Ukraine um and made Zelensky richer than Midas his wife goes to Paris and spends drops $40,000 every time she goes shopping and he has houses in in Miami and and elsewhere, and all these different things are going on, and guess what? He's worth almost a billion dollars now. That's Zelensky. Why don't he? Why doesn't he take that billion and give it to his country if he cared so much about it? Instead of walking around in his pajama shorts, uh, pajama uh, pants, and FTX and Sam Bankman Freed. You know, we're connected with a corrupt SEC, connected with a corrupt Biden administration. So the SEC guys uh, had to step down and resign because he was fraudulent. But that's how you get here. It's just a chain reaction of uh, bad hires. Look at the Department of Transportation and what's happening with Southwest right now. And look at Pete Buttigieg. What is he doing? And all that COVID relief that went to the airlines. All that money. Why are they still having problems? Why are we constantly getting worse and worse? I remember I had more freedoms in the 80s than I ever did today. Why is technology making our lives worse? Why do we have this failed leadership and this corrupt government? Because all of these things have been exploited by the power elite, dominated by unelected officials in Brussels and the United Nations and the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank and the WHO, the World Health Organization. You know, talk about all these problems. They're still trying to figure out racism, these monstrous liberals. I said to a friend of mine, she was talking about the world soccer, you know, That whole big soccer thing when Argentina beat France. But they were talking about all that and they were saying, you know, there's just so much going on politically. And I'm like, are you kidding? It's like, I got the memo on racism like when I was 12. I don't know any racists. I don't know anybody like that. I don't know anybody that looks at skin color and makes a determination on value. I don't know anybody like that, ever. I've never known them. Where are these people? And, I, you know, they're just flat out wrong. But they're virtue signaling. They're waving their little flags around, Black Lives Matter, rainbows, and and LBGTQ, and, and phobias, and all kinds of stuff. They're trying to suggest that they're victims, and they're not. And not only that, but they're not ethnic groups and they're not races. Just because you decide you want to have sex with your own sex doesn't make you born that way. You are not born that way. And it's a sexual preference. And you know what? That's debatable, right? Somebody might, else might say something different. That's okay. But don't tell me just because you have a sexual preference because you were born with Maybe a different biochemistry doesn't make you a victim or doesn't make you um, discriminated against. You keep your sexual life private and I'll keep mine private. How about that? But instead, you get these dudes dressed up like women exploiting our children. And somehow people think that's okay. It's an attack on Christianity. Our country was founded on the basis of Judaic Christian values, principles, guidelines. It's not just all about laws. Our laws reflect our morals and values. But no longer is that becoming the case. There's this infiltration going on to disrupt the harmony that we have You know, there's another story out, and I saw a documentary on this, and this was kind of interesting. Uh, it was about Carvana. It's this car company that has, like, you can buy a car online. And the car company has, like, this tower. Like, it's almost like a, a vending machine for cars. And you push a button, and you get the car. You know, you put your QR code in. you get Your, your car gets uh, brought down to you. So I read this and this, uh, you know, after I saw the documentary, it was like a YouTube documentary months ago, months and months ago. But this person uh, tweeted this out um, just yesterday. And I thought, yep, she's right. Many public stocks are not investments. Okay, they're not investments. They're schemes for insiders and bankers to cash out at your expense. The sooner you realize this is the game Wall Street plays, the better. So like Carvana, Tesla, Tesla's one. Tesla's way overvalued. You know, all these different companies, Robinhood. But the one at the top of the list, Carvana. Um, so performance since peak, minus 99%. Peloton, minus 95%. Beyond Meat, minus Remember that one? I think that Bill Gates had a stake in that. Minus -95%. But they they took your money. They sold their stocks off and now they're worthless. Coinbase, Teledoc, Lemonade, Robinhood, Snap Incorporated. Snap, remember Snapchat? Zoom. I'm surprised about that one. But uh maybe that one, you know, could could be skewed uh related to uh, Related to the pandemic. DocuSign. Never did like DocuSign. Spotify. I actually subscribe to Spotify, but I'm not happy with it. Um, Tesla and Netflix. These are all companies that have taken major losses in the stock market. And people like uh, Kramer, um, you know, from CNBC, rolls up his sleeves, that guy, uh, he uh, he gets it wrong all the time, and what he does is just before a, ta- a stock is about to tank, he promotes the stock so as to get people to buy into it to spike the value just one last time before uh, some information comes out that tanks the stock, and people sell out. They sell. They basically sell short, like in the Big Short. Remember the movie? Well, if you haven't seen the movie Big Short, you should check it out because it was a really great expose on the housing market of 2008. But hedging your bets and selling short uh, is what the Kramer is uh, all about. And he's getting major money. He's not, most of the money he makes is not from his salary from running that show. It's from selling short and selling out his audience that continues to drink the Kool-Aid and buy his lies. So Benny Johnson writes this. He says, this is your daily reminder that the FBI is not in the U.S. Constitution. The FBI, not a branch of government or necessary for our government's Constitution function. This FBI is an executive order. The FBI can be dissolved with the stroke of a pen by any president who so chooses. Wow, that's good to know. So I told you this one already. Breaking Zelensky announces he is planning to join the World Economic Forum in Davos to sign new post-war loans with BlackRock. (laughs) So Zelensky and Larry Fink agreed to focus in the near term on coordinating the efforts of all potential (laughs) investors. They saw, (laughs) well, FTX is out of the picture, right? So naturally, BlackRock is going to take over where FTX left off. And then you're going to have BlackRock now donating to Democrat candidates. Get it? And control the media. It's just a bigger, better, more trusted version of FTX and Sam Bankman-Fried. But cross out the name Sam Bankman-Fried and you got Larry Fink. Cross out the name FTX and you got BlackRock. You see how that works? But it's still going through the laundering company called Zelensky Incorporated. And Ukraine, and anybody waving a stupid yellow and blue flag on the name the, in the name of Ukrainian freedom is just absolutely not not thinking clearly. <clears throat> they're not informed, I should say. They're just not informed. They're not listening to this show, and they're not getting the truth. So, speaking about the Great Reset. And Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. Um, We got this one. All right. So it says, Thread, how to reject the Great Reset. Try to fulfill as many points as possible. Continue expressing your opinion. Don't comply. Learn from the past. Read all books. Take responsibility for your own health. Tell somebody you love them. It helps you both. Stop eating more than 8 grams of sugar per day. It take it makes you addicted. Stop watching porn and reduce your alcohol consumption. Eat lots of pasture meat and feed bugs to chicken only. Feed bugs to chicken only. <laughs> All right. Klaus Schwab hates that trick. All right. Consume alternative and obj- I have I've read the first three. I haven't read all of these, so I'm going to read them live. So, consume conservative alternative and objective media. Learn how to read and interpret scientific studies. Learn one new hard skill per week, month, or per month. Do you know how to ferment food? Actually, I've been having some trouble with yeast lately, uh, trying to bake. I don't know what my problem is with yeast, but... Reject vaccination and CO2 passports, digital IDs, and currencies. Drive a robust car without many electronics. Have more than two children. Bill Gates hates that trick. Be self-sufficient regarding water, food, and electricity. Own your own land. Own your land and farm it. Argro, forestry, and premature. Uh, Prima culture. Improve the soil of your land. Be prepared to protect yourself and your property. Insist on your privacy. (coughs) Look into Linux, Graphene OS, and Calix OS. So Linux is a Unix-based operating system. Microsoft is highly exploitable with their... You know, if you were to look at the registry of the latest Windows 11... Um you would see the same exact skeleton of a registry as Windows 3.0. Windows 95, Windows 3.98, uh, Windows ME, you know, Vista, um, XP, Windows 7, Windows 10, Windows 8. Every single Windows version runs off the same registry. It looks identically the same. And I've been working with these operating systems since DOS. So it's true. They are highly exploitable. All right. Be prepared to protect yourself and your property. Insist, which means get yourself armed. Insist on your privacy. So look into Linux. Pay with cash. Avoid bonus programs. Consider homeschooling to avoid the kids getting brainwashed. Y- Connect with like-minded people. All right, we're almost done. Exercise more and reduce <clears throat> your time on social media instead. Except reading my tweets. So I'm going to go to the gym right after the show. Uh, buy local products. Boycott Nestle, Nestle PepsiCo, Un, uh, Unilever, Kraft, etc. Don't walk; take the plane. Hmm? CO2 joke. Oh, okay. Practice spirituality of any positive kind. Reduce the U.S. U, u, reduce the usage of Google and Meta platforms. They are data leeches and probably know more about you than you do. Invest part of your money in gold crypto land etc don't put I would I would uh question about crypto but gold yes and silver yes um, don't put all your trust in big banks ditch big banks and join your local credit union all right that's another good tip support unbiased scientists and politicians they they we need it. Ditch the mask and smile at people. Positive vibes are contagious. Turn off your TV. Live in dignity. Follow, uh, follow ScottAdamsShow.com or at Scott Adams Show on Twitter. Uh, share this post and profit. All right. So that, that was a pretty good thread. I really like that. Um, I did retweet that yesterday and uh, i liked it here's another tweet that i'm going to share with you ukraine says it protects its prote- ukraine says its project to hunt down ethnic russians living in western europe is not intended to incite ethnic racial religious or other enmity and only serves to bring its state targets to justice basically if you support ukraine you're supporting russian genocide where they're taking, uh, they're going through Western Europe, and they're rounding up Russians, and they're hunting down Russians like they were hunting down Trump supporters, almost as if if you're Russian, you have you're wearing a MAGA cap, and that you deserve to have soda thrown in your face, your head hit over the head with a baseball bat or something like that. So hunting for Russians. How a Ukrainian law firm, law firm. Runs a campaign targeting ordinary people in Western Europe. And it says here allowing residents of Western European countries to cleanse Europe of what's called racists, a reference to the de- derogatory neo- neologism used by officials in Kiev, which combines the words Russian. And fascists, you notice how they call Russians the fascists, but they're the ones controlling the media outlets. Russia can't even doesn't even have a platform to refute that or reject it or denounce it. So meanwhile, Russia's doing what it can, and Russia's alliancing with China, which is bad for America because they're going to form BRICS. And BRICS is going to be Brazil and India and Russia and China and South Africa and other countries. And basically, they're going to have their own denomination, their own dollar, and no longer is it going to be the dollar standard. No longer can we fudge money. It's going to collapse. Our our Federal Reserve is going to have very little impact on our economy. Our economy is going to have to live on its own standards, and we're going to collapse as a country. And the way we're going, we, we, we may as well be a third world country right now with the censorship and the dictatorship and the tyranny that's going on here and in Canada. It's getting really, really ugly out there. Um, we have a couple of clips and then uh, we're going to try to get to some really interesting stuff related to uh, the CIA and the JFK assassination again. But hang on, check this out. Klaus Schwab, our Education Initiative, we have Cisco and practically all the big names. We will revolutionize education. We will retain, re- retrain, retrain the teachers. We will put a new curriculum in place. Trust me. We put
2: emphasis on what I said before public private partnerships which we accompany. So when we define a, a project like our global educational initiative I, I just describe it in a, in, a, in a second we have under the leadership of Cisco and many other companies practically all the big names we, we try to revolutionize the educational system of uh, Jordan, Egypt um, and now Burundi um, by working together with the local uh, authorities, um, we work also together with UNESCO, not only to equip the schools, but to put, uh, to retrain the teachers, to put the new curriculum into, curricula into place. So we work together with the, we accompany those companies. Uh, we, we do not, such a, a difference to the Clinton Initiative, which mainly, um, um, and which is a good thing, which asks companies to pledge. Some money to make a commitment and some to come back and to report. Uh, we are with the initiative from the beginning uh, to the end but there 's
1: one other one other difference. Uh, so basically, he's saying he wants to control the whole thing. He doesn't want to even have to answer to donors like the Clinton Initiative does. And not to mention the fact that Bill Gates is a big contributor to that. And Bill Gates was the one that said that Robert Kennedy Jr. should, you know, wanted to look into and, and they wanted to have a debate over the, um, health, the safety of vaccines. And Bill Gates is on record as saying, no, that would be a bad thing. So the World Economic Forum appears to have joined the cancel campaign against Twitter, taking to recommending Chinese state-controlled social media apps to follow along with Davos men into the future. So basically they're going with TikTok and other organizations that Twitter uh, advancing free speech is just a a bad thing. Um, Let's take a listen to the CCP, though, uses global capitalism as a trojan horse to execute its military strategy the dangle uh they dangle access to the chinese market basically using their people as pawns right like a toy that makes tim cook and larry fink jump like circus monkeys the tiktok problem is just the tip of the iceberg let's take a listen
2: I think that TikTok is a major Mm. problem, but shifting ownership does not address that problem because you know what? Many companies in Silicon Valley also have the boot of the CCP on their neck because what the CCP says, even to U.S. companies, is that you cannot enter the Chinese market unless you meet the CCP's demands. Great Wall Street Journal reporting on this about Airbnb a couple of years ago, handing over private user data, private messages on their platform to do business in China. So I don't think just shifting ownership changes the answer. When you have an app like TikTok that is as toxic as it is, I think we need to have a serious conversation about a national ban on TikTok, at minimum, in children or in children under the age of 16, for multiple reasons, including the fact that it's a data collection Trojan horse.
1: Well, when you have power players like Apple... Tim Cook and BlackRock, Larry Fink, like he was talking, um, jumping around like circus monkeys and TikTok. Um, Basically what you have is you have these circus monkeys dancing for China and then China through proxy of these circus monkeys. And these are not just average circus monkeys. These have $16, $17 trillion in assets, So you got Apple and BlackRock controlling the mainstream media, but who controls Apple and BlackRock? Well, the 1.5 billion citizens who consume the products in China and in some smaller degree, India, but China is the one that is right now the enemy of America. And until we get wake up and straighten up and figure this out and do the right thing, we really need to do something. Now, I, the College Fix is this Twitter account, and they posted this, and I thought this was interesting. Almost 40% of students identifying as LBGTQ at liberal arts colleges, at some colleges, it is as high as 70%. What could be the cause of this huge spike? And Stephen Miller wrote a response to that. He says, this also underscores how the LGBTQI plus identifier conveys social power and prestige in our progressive dominated society. For example, how many major corps have DEI uh, hiring initiatives, uh, equity initiatives, encompassing these identities? Being non-binary is an advantage in powerful progressive bastions. So not only is it a social contagion, and we know, we know well the many causes of it, but students are also responding, not necessarily consciously, to the insensitive structures, validation signals, professional cues, financial cues, social pressures all around them. You know these kids are weak. And they're, they're impacted by peer pressure. So he goes on and he says, How many counselors, senators, programs do these colleges have devoted to LGBTQ, whatever, identities? What message does that send young people looking for belonging and social value? By contrast, consider the incessant negative affirmation of the traditional Christian cisgender identity. Liz Warren had to pretend to be Cherokee, Elizabeth Warren, you know, the senator. Elizabeth Warren had to pretend to be Cherokee to impress elite progressive bastions. Now you can just say you are gender fluid and claim status because it's sort of like wearing a MAGA hat. Hey, I'm for Trump. But if you wear a mask, hey, you know, I'm compliant. I am one of you, right? Virtue signaling. So, gender identity is the left's new religion, backed by an array of cultural incentives for many young adults. This is the only world they know it's it 's incredible, really, when you think about that and uh, it 's powerful it 's what we 've been talking about. And it's how you, you get this, this disinformation is not just stopping with the ver- that, that what we just talked about just there, but it's also with our health. We now know that you know, all the disinformation that was put out and propaganda that was put out by the Biden administration resulted in the murder of a lot of people related to COVID and suicides and the whole gambit, financial insecurity, loss of work. The collapse of an economy, you know, and the impact of our education for our children. So let's take a listen to Dr. Paul Merrick talking about ivermectin. You know, the horse dewormer?
0: Ivermectin is a remarkable drug. You know, people who poo it talk about it as horse dewormer, I mean, which is completely absurd. So if you had to design a drug for covid It would look exactly like ivermectin. It has all the properties that any drug would want. It's antiviral, so it works against a whole host of RNA viruses. This is indisputable. It um, is anti-inflammatory. We know this. There are multiple studies showing that ivermectin is a very powerful anti-inflammatory drug. We know that what it does is it stimulates a process called autophagy which is very important in the process of healing. And it's one of the main mechanisms that we use to help patients get rid of spike protein. And ivermectin, believe it or not, stimulates autophagy. The other thing it does, which is important, is it changes, improves the microbiome. So we have all of these bacteria in our gut. And what happens is COVID and the vaccine changes your microbiome in a very unfavorable manner, very unfavorable. It causes profound changes in the microbiome, and this in itself has serious consequences. Ivermectin helps restore uh, the, the microbiome. So it, it truly is is, 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 is is a multifunctional drug which is safe, and it, it works both for early COVID, and it also is very effective for the vaccine injured. So it really, and it's not, you know, we're not making money selling ivermectin. No one's going to make money. People ask, well, you know, you've got a conflict of interest. Are you selling ivermectin? No. You know, this is a, this is a cheap generic drug. The WHO actually had access to ivermectin at two cents a tablet, two cents. I mean, how, how can you possibly make money off such a cheap drug?
1: And that was, that was the point, you know, is that it was out of uh, patent. And so Dr. Fauci didn't want anything to do with it because of his cronies at Pfizer and Moderna and Bill Gates, the pressures. Uh, Bill Gates is on record, you know, saying he's made 20% return on investment on vaccines when therapeutics like ivermectin was the answer. And everybody knew it on the right. We were all talking about that. You know, because we have trusted sources. It's not that I'm a doctor. But, you know, I know how to do research. And I know who's a, you know, bullcrapper and who's not. That's probably my biggest uh, trait is is I, you know, I have good sources. But that comes, you know, with experience and uh, a lot of hard work and a lot of hours putting into this. Trusted sources where you get your information from. It's very important. So it's funny, uh, Elon Musk replied to this. The same liberals that lied to you about COVID or the same liberals that are lying to you about um, climate, um, the same liberals that are just lying to you about, you know, virtue signaling and uh, emasculation of men and things like that, the same liberals that want to take away your ability to defend yourself, the same liberals that tell you that the border is secure when we know that it's not, the same liberals that are just lying about everything and somehow they're getting away with it because they're rigging the elections also hate free speech and they can't stand Elon Musk. And I'm not the biggest fan of Elon Musk. I, I, I have no idea what his second act is going to be. I'll be right. I'll be straight with you. I, I'll be honest about it. I don't know what Elon Musk's second act is. I can see, though, where Elon Musk's Neuralink, which is an artificial intelligence brain, and, uh, and his Starlink... And this Starlink is a GPS system far superior to anything Google ever had. And his alliance with Google and YouTube is going to play pretty big for Elon Musk. So every time SpaceX sends up a rocket, it's not just a space program. It's a satellite delivery program. And Neuralink, mixed with Starlink GPS are going to be responsible for driving those electric semis, semi-trucks, all over the country. You're going to have driverless vehicles that are going to have really great artificial intelligence, the the best we've ever seen, to where they can actually rationalize like a human being, more so than ever before. And he's already showed that. It's scary business. It scares the crap out of me. We're going to have um, automatic uh, McDonald's. No longer are you going to have an attendant flipping a burger, taking your money. It's going to be contactless. I went to the movie theater not too long ago, and I couldn't get over it. I bought a popcorn and a soda. And next thing you know, I use the QR code on my phone. I then, you know, uh, can turn the soda on by pressing a button on my phone, I never had to touch the machine at all, which is kind of interesting, you know? But um, that's the way these automation things are working these days. And that was also at the, um, it was at a, uh, a regular store, like a, like a, a store in the train station where you get a burger or something. It was at a Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's was doing it too. So in any case, um you you see all that technology coming and it's all automated and these higher minimum wages are just wiping out all the entry the entry level jobs that were so great for actual good grooming of children. You know, sixteen year olds, seventeen year olds working at the mall, learning how to show up on time, uh, you know, spending their the money that they earn and realizing that there are consequences to their actions and things like that, learning, learning different skill sets, entry-level work, learning how to work with a boss and so on and so forth. I mean, these were all great things that aren't happening to us anymore. We're living in this virtual reality world. I mean, that's what meta is all about, the meta universe. That's why Facebook changed their name. They want they, it's failing. It's a huge failure for them. But meta meta universe is something that's not going to work out well. But anyway, Elon Musk. So they're trying to say, okay, well, Tesla's stock Tesla's stock was always way over overvalued, and now it's starting to come down to normal. But listen to this, Hope King, this Axios reporter, business reporter. Totally trashing Elon Musk, but the kicker is Elon Musk's response to this.
3: So I think uh, the story over the weekend from the Washington Post is is correct in saying that his reputation is in question. And I think the big picture for me is that it's coming into question at a really at the worst time for him. Uh, all of the macro conditions, you know, not only here in the U.S., but also abroad are in against him, his his favor. Right. I mean, you look at China. I mean, that's a story that's not going away. That market uh, for EVs is the largest in the world. Market share for Tesla there is down year over year as it is here in the U.S. So, his reputation uh, when it comes to Twitter is impacting his reputation across all of his companies.
0: Well, let's talk about that reputation. So, look, we can, I would have always argued that Tesla, he would have argued that Tesla was overvalued to begin with. So, you know, we've seen it come down and a lot of people have been hurt in the process.
2: I appreciate that. But the, the larger piece that I've been curious about since he bought
0: Twitter is actually how the, the reputation at Twitter ultimately impacts the other businesses. From a consumer standpoint, from a regulatory standpoint, and, uh, you know, when you think about SpaceX, they they require, uh, you know, Defense Department contracts, uh, both in the U.S., I imagine, elsewhere. So how the reputational piece of all of this comes into play may matter to everything else.
3: I mean, he is just... Talking too much, right? He's talking too much on spaces. You and I were on the same spaces together, I believe, you know, a couple of days ago where he promised that he wasn't going to sell any more stock. He's leaving open all of this room for critique, for analysis, for the world to weigh in. And I think that's where he is being that's where he is showing that he is most vulnerable because he's making himself so vulnerable.
1: So Elon Musk responded and he says, lega- Give us some hope. He says the legacy media should worry about its reputation. We have only just begun. And he's promising to deliver a lot more truth bombs. And that's kind of interesting. All right. So here's the thing about the, um, the uh, and by the way, I set out to today when I sat down to prepare for this show, I got to tell you, I thought this was going to be about 60% C- uh, JFK conspiracy, CIA, and all this. Um, I'm going to reserve that for another day because I have some stuff that's going to take, you know, a half hour um, at least. And uh, so I apologize because I said in the outset we're going to be covering that. But um, I got to tell you, the work I've been doing on. Uh, start, getting up the speed on some things I'm going to share with you related to the CIA and uh, the JFK assassination and the connection with Watergate. I've been dabbling with it and talking about it for, throughout the last couple of weeks, but I've been spending a lot of time researching this. And, you know, it's my theory. It's my, my theory goes like this. The reason why I think it's important And especially during this break, you know, like between Christmas and New Year's and stuff, it's a great opportunity to do a show like that. Because there's not a lot of news happening, really, in in some sense. There is a lot of news, though, just like today. We covered a lot of news, right? But in any case, I want to cover, I want to do a whole show one day soon. And it's going to be uh, maybe tomorrow, maybe Monday, I'm not sure. But we're going to do a whole show and it's going to be just about that. And I got to tell you, it's it's quite interesting. And the reason why I think it's important is because what happened to JFK and what happened to Martin Luther King and what happened to Bobby Kennedy and what happened to the assassination attempt on Reagan and what happened to Donald Trump. And and, and also the other bull crap that went on with uh, Benghazi, all involving the CIA and the State Department. And it's this kind of um, stuff that's going on in our country that's ruining our country and destroying it. And we have to do something about it. But Trump was a victim in the same way, well, in not in the same way, but JFK, what happened to JFK was, you know, basically these CIA, the CIA is waging coups against our the presidents they don't like. And they're radically left-wing. They're radically socialists. And they're waging these coups against their own country. And this we cannot have. You know, the whole impeachment thing, that was all CIA-driven. Um, a lot of those players that were involved in that, the uh, Trump impeachments, were CIA. Eric Sierra was CIA. So... You know, I can go on and on with this stuff. These rigged elections, CIA, globalists, CIA. It's all CIA and globalism. And these people don't have your best interests at heart. The Mockingbird Media is controlled by the intelligence community. And so it's important because if we woke up one day and said, wow, okay, we now know that the CIA killed JFK. I think that would change everything, and that would give, the uh, I think, the purpose to dismantle the CIA and just completely revamp it or get rid of it completely. We don't need it anymore, and not in this day and age of being able to share information the way we do. We don't need the CIA, and I think it's a mistake to have it. But, you know, anyway, here we are with a banana republic country, and... Florida authorities investigating drag show for exposing children to sexually explicit content. Listen to this little report here. That's kind of interesting.
4: State of Florida is investigating a drag show following complaints that the event exposed kids to sexually explicit content. You shouldn't be surprised. The performance was held in Fort Lauderdale as part of a national tour for Drag Queen Christmas. The event was marketed as an all-ages family-friendly performance because they want your kids to look at this nightmare. According to The Floridian, the first act featured sexually provocative content and lewd dances, including what I assume is probably a male with fake... Well, whatever, you get it. In a statement, Governor Ron DeSantis' spokesperson, Brian Griffin, said they're aware of the complaints, making it clear that exposing children to sexually explicit activity is a crime in Florida, no matter how much we're supposed to, I guess, get behind something like this and support it for some kind of woke reason. Also, any evidence gathered from the event will be uh, shared with the Florida Department of Law Enforcement for potential criminal liability.
1: So I had a listener talk about that. I posted that, right? And um, listeners said something to me that I thought was very profound. They said they're starting to use Christmas. Think about that. They're doing Christmas galas now. christ right? Christmas. Are you kidding me? That's just insane. You know, this is the kind of thing we need to actually put an end to. Um, and I'm looking for all the rest of the stuff I had today (laughs) is, is, is JFK stuff, which is kind of interesting. Um, so I'm looking at all this and I'm like, oh, okay, well that's we do have this one clip about Nord Stream 2 and, uh, let's see. When... Now that's actually going to be too long too. This guy basically says the attack on Nord Stream was a terrible attack on Europe European vital infra- infrastructure. It was an act of environmental terrorism, a disastrous release of methane. While why is the EU showing so little interest? So little interest in finding out who did it? Do they already know who did it? Are they afraid that they won't like the answer? Who knows? But this guy with an Irish accent, he was an MEP from Ireland, Mike Mick Wallace, great speech at the European uh, Parliament. I thought it was pretty fascinating. <clears throat> that that whole North Stream 2 thing smells like, you know, terrorism from the West against Russia and in the name of climate. But yet not really because methane, you know, spilled all over the ocean. So they don't really care about you. In any case, that brings us to the end of the Scott Adams show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And be sure to check out magapact.org. I'd like to thank Captain Kevin Smith and Sue uh, for their generous donation year-end. Check out magapact.org. Make a donation if you can. It helps us out greatly. Also, use Red State as your promo code over at mypillow.com. I'll see you next time on the radio. Bye-bye, buddy.